0: It's the live audio only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, post game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And you can share experiences on the app. I mean, you can start enjoying ongoing conversations, you can watch games. It's like being at the bar, except for while you're in a chat room listening to it online. And of course, you can give your opinions and not to deal with Twitter trolls. All you need to do to get this app, go to the iOS App Store, Google Play Store, and download the Spotify Green Room. Create your profile, link your Twitter, join a group, and come in with your spiciest takes. Spotify Green Room. Go ahead and check it out. Alright guys, welcome to another Pit Panther rants. Another Sports Brands podcast, Vlad Harris, your host, brought to you by the sports drink, gulp, gulp, sip, sip, whatever. All right, today's Friday, happy Friday to you guys. I hope you guys are feeling a little bit better. The pollen and ragweed's been driving me nuts here, so I have to hop on my allergy meds, which kind of sucks. I hate having runny noses and whatnot. Never a fun thing. I got breakfast coming here in a little bit. Thank you, Uber Eats. And let's talk about what's going on. Well, last night we had the Patriots and um, the Cowboys play. Patriots were us mess. Uh, Not Patriots. Shit. I'm thinking, you know why I'm thinking Patriots? Uh, Tom Brady. Because <laughs> when you think of Tom Brady, you think of the Patriots. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, The Cowboys were, um, they came, they opened as a plus six and a half point underdog. The line grew to nine and I kind of figured, well, I had a feeling they were to cover because plus, you know, plus nine is very generous and everybody was hammering Tampa Bay for whatever reason. And you got Dak who's come back from injury, but you don't know what exactly you're getting. But obviously the Cowboys were, they came pretty well prepared. I mean. That kind of hell of a game. He threw for over 400 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, they had um, you know 29 points against. I mean, it took it took a team to the wire that has Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Godwin, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Brock Gronkowski. I mean, Cowboys went up against a loaded team and they took them to the you know the final seconds. It's just that they took the lead with. They left, they left too much time on the clock, unfortunately, because, well, they, they had to kick the field goal. But Tom Brady drove down the field, and, and the rest was history. But it was a great opening for another great season. Great game to watch. I enjoyed it. And on the same day, T.J. Watt signed his extension... He's getting 80 million guaranteed, 112 million dollar contract, four years. Good for TJ. Uh, he wanted obviously 100, you know, 100 million, to 100 million guaranteed. He wasn't going to get it. I'm sure he what? I mean, I'm sure he wasn't going to get it. But for one thing 100 million is basically you know you set a, you set you set a high salary as a talking you know, as a talking point so hey this is what i want and then the steers come and say well we can just give you this cuz if tj asked for 80 million guaranteed the steers probably going to offer only 60 million so i know people didn't like what he was doing but you know you got to hold out for every penny you can i mean that's what Le'Veon bell did and I you know I think if the steers would have bumped that money up. he would have signed with he would have signed with us, but I believe with him, I don't know I think the steers weren't going to sign him because one. The season before was the first full season he played without injury or suspension. So when you have that type of history where you're, you know, where, you know, where you're injured, especially in the playoffs, where you're if you're not able to perform, they're not going to give you a lot of money. You know, spe- I mean, because they need because they one one thing they need you for really is the playoffs more than anything. And if you're hurt, you know, just you're unre- you know, it's it's lot unreli- you know you're unreliable. And then, you know, but the Steelers probably, you know, they they franchise. But I can understand from Levi Bell's perspective, he, despite that, he put up big numbers receiving and rushing. So he had every right to hold out for a a longer deal and more guaranteed money. Steelers had their reasons as well for not giving it to him. And, you know, Steelers said, we'll just franchise you. But Levi Bell said, okay, I'm leaving. And, you know, Ben's, Ben's leadership took a PR hit because you had him and Antonio Brown both leaving. And they blamed Ben for it. Obviously, Ben's relationship with Bell wasn't all that great. I mean, although Ben did send a text hoping he would report to camp and, you know, it didn't work out. And, of course, Stewards raided, raided his locker room after he left. You know, when he was nowhere coming back, the, Steelers, the, the teammates raided his locker room and trashed it, so... There was that, but on the flip side of it, TJ, you know, since he held out, he wasn't voted as a team captain, and I have no issues with that because if you're not, he wasn't, he wasn't playing in the preseason. I don't think, yeah, you know, he was participating in his own little drills, and you know, if you're not there, then you know, if you're really, if you're really not there, they're not gonna, you know, you know, they're not gonna vote you. That's just how it is. I mean, there's there was times where Ben deserved. Stewart's MVP, and he, he didn't get voted. Even when he was the person, it's just how they feel about you at that, at that moment. Now, the Big 12 did finally vote to formally expand, and they got Central Florida's in, so they're in a P5 conference. Um, BYU's in. Houston's in, and Cincinnati's in. So, I mean, props to Cincinnati because, you know, when they were in the Big East, they made the most of their stay, especially in football. Two BCS appearances. They could have had, I think they could have at least one more if uh, Zach Caleros doesn't get hurt. Houston, long overdue. They were left pretty much, they were left in the dust when the Southwest Conference, you know, broke up. And left the fend for themselves. They should have gone in the Big Twelve initially, but Baylor obviously had you know more lawyers and politicians instead of Texas Tech. So they were going to get, the, they gonna get their, their, their they were going to get their they were going to get their teams in no matter what. Such Florida, Pitt initially wanted them in when, when the Big East was trying to expand, and you know everybody else's answer was Villanova. And think, oh, I pit left. Now, I think the Big Twelve, I think, is gonna is here to stay. I don't think it's gonna break up because I think there's a fear of a form of a super conference, and I think they're trying to avoid that. I think they're trying to avoid the SEC expanding it more than what it should because they you know, they can go after more more teams than they wanted to. Inform that. But supposedly the Big Twelve pays more in terms of money, in terms of per team payout. So I don't know. I mean, I know I know there's talk about West Virginia trying to get in the ACC, but if uh, the Big Twelve is going to be be, be there to stay, in and the money's better, just stay in the Big Twelve. You could play. I mean, you could probably you could play us out of conference. At least that's what I would do. Now, Pitt's playing against Tennessee this week. Now, looking at uh, Pitt in Tennessee this week, the Twitter account uh, Dream Backfield, who uh, is at Into Pitt, mentions Pitt's pretty much lost its last ten games against P five opponents. They're zero and ten. A lot of them, I think, all of them are one score games. And now they're going to Tennessee, and they're coming back as a um, Surprisingly, a three and a half point favorite right now. It's it's the line started at two, and I think it's moved to. Um, take a look here. Good question. Let's go to the ACC real quick and see. Right now it's a three. I've seen a I have seen I have seen a three and a half. So it's has going from two to a three two to three. Which to me is kind of concerning. Pipping a a road favorite against Tennessee is a bit. Concerning to me, because I feel that on the betting side of it, everybody's probably going to hammer the Tennessee 3. So maybe something happen, something magical happens for Pitt. I really don't, you know, I wouldn't bank on it. The over is 56 and a half, and I'm not sure. To be honest with you, I think this is going to be a low. This I think it goes under. I think this game kind of screams... Like a seventeen ten kind of game, twenty you know. To me, obviously for Pitts. but let's start for a second. I do give the Tennessee fans a lot of credit for uh, drumming up all the propaganda to make this game bigger than what it really is. Uh, there's some, some articles about Tennessee being matched up with some being matched up with a mediocre Pitt team. Pat Narduzzi made some sort of. Fake comment. Well, it was. I mean, the guy said it was fake, and people have run with it. I don't know. I, I have no idea what. Oh, they played at Neyland Stadium, so I really. I don't know. When I think of Tennessee football, I think of probably Peyton Manning and T. Martin. I mean, they, T, yeah, they won the title. With T. Martin. Uh, that's really about it. I, mean, I don't really think of much anything else about them. I mean, who else was on that team? Was it Jamal? Wasn't Jamal Lewis on that team? I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's pretty much my really, my thoughts on it. Uh, There's also the women's basketball. Uh, They had a, you know, with Shamik, remember remember that? Uh, Well, Candace Parker, but people remember her. I grew up with um, college with Shamik Holtzclaw. That's when they were really dominant. Oh yes, Pat Summit. That's who I remember. And I remember they had a, a, you know, Tennessee was known for, when you thought of women's basketball, you thought of Tennessee. But then Gino Ariema and the UConn Huskies came into the town. And now you think of women's basketball, you think of UConn now. Which makes me wonder if uh, what would happen if UConn would have stayed in the AEC? Are they one of the guys who gets invited to the Big 12? Because they would have been a better basketball conference by then. And on top of that, I mean, women's basketball—you got UConn and Baylor in the same conference, and that would have been that would have been a lot of fun. But UConn's in the Big East now. But looking at the Pitt UConn game, I mean, Tennessee game, uh, I see his low scoring. The big uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of questions that need to be answered about our offense. We know we have Kenny Pickett and the receivers. One thing they have to do in terms of receivers is catch the, make sure they're catching the football because we always have that problem. Kenny's not going to have the same amount of time to throw like he did against UMass. So the ball has to go quicker, accurately. And on top of that, Pitt needs to establish some sort of ground game with somebody. And, of course, the offensive line... I mean, is it going to be more of the same. Or Kenny's running for his life, and he's he, he's living by the, living by the third quarter. I'm really hoping I'm really hoping not by now. But if but if that happens here on Saturday Saturday afternoon, I'm going to be really really concerned. So, obviously, your keys are Pitt's offensive line. Can they protect Kenny? Can they help establish some sort of ground game? That's your big thing. Uh, Pitt obviously is going to go against Joe Milton, and he was very inaccurate and decisive. He was like 11 for 23 last week against Bowling Green. My fear is is that Pitt lo- Pitt loves man coverage. And I think he's. I, and my fear is he's, he's going to take advantage of the man coverage. I think you know Pitt obviously needs to get pressure on him. But one thing that was pointed out is when Milton has time, it seems like he's more indecisive as he has time. And the more indecisive he is, you know, what happens? And I need to, I need to mute my um, conversations with somebody because I don't want them calling me during my podcast because I hate that shit. But I, the way I see this game is it look on paper, everything it looks like Pitt could win this one, but it's at Tennessee. They're, they're going to be loud. I have a feeling Tennessee's defense is going to bend and not break against Pitt. We're going to to rely on our kicking game, and I think this is going to be one of those type of games where we don't—it's low scoring, and Pitts rely on their special teams. And well, punting will be fine, but kicking not so much. We're probably going to shank a few misses, shank a few field goals. So, given Pitt's history playing as P5s, especially on the road, I'm going with Pitt to lose to Tennessee, 17 to 10. I think it's a 17-10, 17-13 game. If Pitt does win, it's going to be a 17-13 game. But as we've seen with with recent history here, I, there's not enough to convinces me to pick a win this game. But I could be wrong, and you know what? I love being wrong. So, but you know what? Maybe I should go to um, you know Spotify Green Room and, and talk about all this maybe one day. You know, it's a live audio only sports talk platform. You know, you can it's free to download to use it. Talk to other fans. Invite some of your buddies, you know, have a watch party. Athletes, talk to insiders and real time, you bloggers. You know, you can start your ongoing conversations. You can watch your games together, you know, have your little watch parties. You can react to the biggest news and breaking news and rumors and games and have just have long in depth conversations. I mean you're talking to other sports fans, athletes. Executives. I mean, you're talking to a whole bunch of people. And all you got to do is go to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store, and download it for free, create your profile, link your Twitter, and come in with your spiciest takes. Now, let's take a look at the rest of the ACC for this weekend. Duke plays tonight against North Carolina a- A&T. Duke should win this one. Uh, I don't see why not. I hope they win it. Because it didn't look good for him last week, and you know, they lost a good Charlotte, Illinois, is Virginia. I think UV, UVA. They're minus ten and a half at home. I like I like UVA at home in, in this one. Excuse me, I'm drinking my juice. Georgia Tech against Kennesaw State. Um. There's no line for this game, but I would hope that Georgia Tech would win it. It didn't work out well for them last weekend. Jesus, a lot of 1-AA teams. Uh, Wake Forest and Norfolk State. Wake should win this one easily. Virginia Tech and Middle Tennessee. This game will be... Tech is a minus 20 after being North Carolina. I I like Middle Tennessee to cover on this one. I think Tech wins it, but Middle Tennessee covers Rutgers and Syracuse, oh my God, an old Big East rivalry. The Battle of New York at 1 o'clock Central Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Time, ACC Network. Wow. Rutgers, my two and a half favorite. It's at Syracuse, but I'm going to go Rutgers. Syracuse is a hot mess. It's obviously a must-win for Syracuse, but yeah, I just don't see it happening. I, I, not especially for Dino. Boston College, UMass. Uh, Phil Jurkovic takes over where he left off last week, and they destroy UMass. South Carolina State, Clemson. Clemson, I think, will recover from last week's disappointment. Miami, and Appalachian State. Miami minus nine against this Appalachian State's not, not a team to fuck with. Um, excuse my language. Oof. I don't know about this. I'm going with Appalachian State in an, ups- in an upset. NC State, Mississippi State. I'm going with NC State. Louisville, New Kentucky. Louisville, obviously. I think they get out of their little funk. Look looking at Georgia State. Sam Howe becomes the highest candidate his, after his historic beating of Georgia State. Florida State and Jacksonville State, obviously, you know what happens here, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Florida State will destroy them. Now, for the rest of the top 25 and all around, let's see what games stick out here. Uh, see, so there's Oregon and Ohio State at 11 o'clock a.m. I'm going with Ohio State. I'm going with the Buckeyes at home. I, um, yeah, 11 o'clock a.m., yeah. I'm definitely going with the Buckeyes. Yeah, I I just... There isn't much to, you know, convince me that Oregon's going to win this one. I mean, it's a Pac-12. Yeah, I just... Ohio State just has too many weapons. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Anything in particular that's good? Duquesne plays Ohio. Wow. Um, Ohio should win this one, but I... Yeah, Ohio should, but... It's on ESPN3 if you guys want to watch it. Notre Dame with Toledo. Notre Dame should win that one easily. Robert Morris plays Central Michigan. I like this. You know, these local colleges play in these major schools. I got to go Central Michigan. But that game is also on ESPN3, guys, if you want to watch it. UAB in Georgia, this, you know, UAB usually gives teams a hard time, but I'm going with Georgia on this one. Texas A&M and Colorado, A&M kind of struggled a little bit last week, but, ooh, it's at Colorado. Mm. Honestly, I'm, go- I'm going with the Buffaloes, I'm going with Colorado. Penn State a high Ohio- ball state, Penn State's a minus 22. I like Penn State in this one, I think they cover. James Franklin hates not covering, so I think he will, he'll run up the score. Cal and TCU. I ah, gotta go with TCU on that one. I mean here's a I mean seriously guys, there's a lot of really decent games this weekend. I mean, oh Ohio and Iowa State. Tenth break Iowa versus ninth Iowa State. Uh, I gotta go with Iowa. I gotta go with the Hawkeyes. Cause it was based on recent history. Let's take a look around. Now, if you're West Virginia fans, you guys play Long Island University. It's at 4 o'clock. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, you guys should probably win that one pretty easily. Houston and Rice. Uh, Rice gave... Uh, Houston's a minus 8, and this is a must-win for Dana because they lost last week. Who did they lose to, by the way? Oh, yeah, Texas Tech. Well, I mean, they were going to... I mean, that's given they're going to lose to Texas Tech. Um, it's at... Well, regardless, it's at Rice Stadium. So, regardless, it's still in Houston. Um, i go with, um, yeah, if they lose this game, they're screwed. Well, at least Dana's screwed. Um, Yeah, I'm going with uh, Houston. Let's see what else we got going on here. Texas and Arkansas, an old Southwest Conference matchup at 7 o'clock Eastern. Six Central. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with Arkansas at home. I'm going like the other way on a lot of these. Anything else today? Let's see. Texas Southern Baylor. That's good Lord. Baylor should win that one easily. I mean, it's a, a lot of these games are some some are one double A's, but I mean, it's cool to see Duquesne and uh, you know Robert Morris playing some game these some of these opponents. Anything else particular that's of interest? Uh, let's see. Washington, Michigan. Another Pac-12, Big Big Ten matchup. I like Michigan at home. I think they, yep, yep. Utah and BYU. I think uh, big game for Utah. I like them. Stanford, USC. Got to go with USC because Stanford's a little, you know, they're kind of a hot mess right now. And that's really about it for the. Uh, any, any replies on Twitter here? No, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. If you could bring back one clothes, Pittsburgh restaurant, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. Um, I haven't really been back in ever, you know, I've been gone for 12 years. Uh, Nigros and uh, White Oak or North for sales, depending on, you know, depending on, you know, or a you know, depending on where you know where your geography is, I said I said Nigros and a and somebody corrected me and said actually it's not for sales, and he's kind of right. It's on that little border thing. So on forty eight, I'd probably go with Nigros. I think for a Pittsburgh restaurant. Uh, is there anything else? I mean, there's the carousel, on, you know, by Kennywood. I mean, that was not a bad place. I mean, I think it was a bar, I think it burned down. I think. Um, I mean, if we're talking Mont Valley, uh, one place in particular, I remember the Bettis Lounge. That was on that was by the Bettis Laboratory in West Mifflin, and I remember it burned down. I think, I think the I think the sign's still up for it. I remember as a kid, I looked up. I was going to the bus stop, and I saw this big cloud of smoke from the top of the hill behind the BP. I think it was a Boron by that by that time. It was a Boron gas station, but it became a BP. And I just remember. The rumor has it. Supposedly, the terrorist meant to blow up. It blew up. Supposedly, rumor has it. And and supposedly, the rumor is is the terrorist meant to blow up the Bettis laboratory. And I guess when they were told Bettis, they blew up the Bettis lounge instead. That's you know that's the rumor I heard. That's a good question. When you know? I mean, Nigro sticks out. Uh, not sure who else though. I mean, that's a lot to think. Of. That's a lot to think about. Uh, remember the one restaurant in the, at the waterfront that was initially the Cap City Diner, and then just morphed into several different restaurants. I think the, I think it was like the Red Hot and Blue, and I think it was a, it was a Mexican restaurant at one time. It went through so many different changes because I, for some reason that that place did, always did bad for some reason. And what uh, I think is that a is that a I'm trying to think what it is now. Is it uh Is it a Bravos now? I mean, I did like pizza Pizza Perfecto. And that was in West Mifflin as well. They I always liked their Italian hoogies and their pizza bread. I would walk home from the Woodland Flea Market. And Sometimes I would stop there usually to get pizza bread or something like that, and it was scalding hot when you buy it. But by by the time I walk home with it, it would be, you know, it'd be Warm enough to eat, you know. It'd be cool it'd be cool down off the eat. But for life of me, I can't think of anything else. But anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy some more football. Hell to pit. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.